The Witcher, Last Wish, Chapter 4, Part 2 Apart from the curse, ceremonious, ceremonious greetings with which she welcomed him as Lord of Forhorn, Queen Calanthe didn't exchange a single word with the Witcher. The banquet was about to begin and the guests, loudly announced by the Herald, were gathering. The table was huge, rectangular, and could seat more than forty men. Calanthe sat at the head of the table on a throne with a high backrest. Geralt sat on her right and, on her left, a grey-haired bard named Drogadar with a lute. Two more chairs at the head of the table on the Queen's left remained empty. And do you know where you are? You are in a dark tale. And here there be spooky dragons. Spooky dragons. Spooky. And this is actually the first time that uh, the bard gets mentioned. Oh, funny enough. Drogadar. It's, it's funny because last time we talked about what was happening here, you were like, this happens in the show because of the bard. Right, right. So it, as it turns out, this is where he meets the bard. Man, the show really just like, they're like, look, the source material was good, but we can do it better. I don't disagree with that because this is still very confusing. Right, right. We are four, three, four chapters in, um, and uh, but, it's still wait, 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 it's so hang all on over though, the place with how they, how they tell the story. Because the show doesn't make sense for at least three episodes. All right, well, you know. It stays true to the source material, then. <laughs> uh, so, welcome back, guys, to another episode of Dark Tales. I am, cor- I am course. I, of course, am your host, Castle. Close enough. And I am here with my uh, lovely brother, Mr. Smith. And, of course, we are reading The Witcher. Last are we? Wish. Oh, is that what we're... Oh. Yeah. I mean, I know I say that at the beginning. I just forgot. Yeah, I, well, it's been a while since the beginning of when we started recording today so that's true it's yeah. also been a while since we started recording this podcast in general yeah you know we're the witcher we're actually we're going on our three month anniversary for uh the witcher no we started it long what do you mean i'm sorry no. that's a lie we started six, a, six months. Yeah, I was like, we started them roughly at the same time, and it was we're at on episode. The we're on episode twenty. I was like, and at the beginning of the year, and it's now July. I mean, yeah. we're wacky with our schedule, and we probably missed three episodes. But yeah, so no, I, I think we're on our twenty third. We're on our twenty third episode, so yeah. that would put us at yeah, about six months. Yeah, roughly six months. Okay, it's like three months. I'm like, God, what is time? <laughs> if, if this has only been three months. Time is an illusion. Time is too... Uh, I forgot the... Time is a... Time is a... Mystery. Time is a... What was that TikTok show? Well, it's, it's, you're talking about from, uh, from Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. Right. Yeah. I don't remember the song, but yeah. I got you. Something, I got you. Something I, you. Let's not... Let's, let's not do it whilst... <laughs> It's such a simple... Yeah, Ready, ready to get back to it? I'm ready. Right. I don't have any lines, so I'm ready. To Geralt's right along the table sat Haxo, 
and a Voivod, 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 whose name Volvo. he'd, he, uh, Volvo, <laughs> whose name he'd forgotten. Beyond he, them were guests from the Duchy of Atter. Yeah. And. Atre. Uh, Atre. 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 Something. God. The sullen and silent knight of Rainfarn and his charge, the chubby 12 year old Prince Windhelm. Nice. Uh, one of the pretenders to the princess's hand. Further down were the colourful motley knights from Sintra and local vassals. Baron Elmbert, Elmbert, Baron Elmbert, he's been executed, that's it, the herald is just, he's done. Baron Elmbert of Tig, announced the herald. Kudakudak. What? Kudakudak. 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 Murmured Kalanthe, nudging Drogodar. This will be fun. A thin and whiskered, richly attired knight bowed low, but his lively, happy eyes and cheerful smirk belied his subservience. Greetings, Kuda Kudak, said the queen ceremoniously. Look, uh, I, I get I get wanting to make like unique and special names for your world, but like some of these, yeah, no. <laughs> he's just playing. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He, like, made a noise and was like, ooh, that's a name. <laughs> like, sneezed or something and had, like, a cough at the same time. He was like, <laughs> ooh, I like that one. <laughs> he, uh, he's, he's in the kitchen. He's like, <laughs> and his wife was like, Callant what? And he's like, oh, Callanthe. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're just putting you're just putting sounds out there and, like, it's like it's like how uh, uh, a wall nation makes music. Mm, definitely, yes, yeah. agreed. For those of you that don't know, Smith and I have a theory about the band a wall nation. Which, if you've never heard them, their music is decent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Ooh, we have a theory about a wall nation, and it's that they're not actually a band, but rather that their lead singer well, is a very angry poet. No, 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 there there is a band. The lead singer does Doesn't not know, know he's, he's a part in, of yeah, it. Correct. The lead singer does not know he's in the band, but instead all of his friends who, like, he's he's sort of a poet, right? But he doesn't ever write anything down. He just sort of starts speaking poetry when he's angry. He's kind of, uh, who, and who, who did that? There was a philosopher. Uh, well, I mean, uh, Aristotle did that, but but uh, there's another one. that. Did. Anyway, sorry, I'm going right. to ruin the flow here. But, uh, so, so his band, who are just friends of his, follow him around with recording equipment and instruments... And every time he goes off on one of his rants, they just start playing music to go in rhythm with him. And then they do some mastering afterwards, and the best ones they release is music. And they have a front man who actually doesn't know how to sing, and that's who we all think the lead singer is. Right, exactly. 100%. Uh, were we reading a book? We were, we were. Um, obviously, the Baron was better known by his nickname than by his family name. We are happy to see you. And I am happy to... S <clears throat> and I am happy to be invited, declared Kudakudak, and sighed. Oh well, I'll cast an eye on the princess, if you permit my queen. It's hard to live alone, ma'am. Whoa. 
Aye, Kurukurok. Kalanthe smiled faintly, wrapping a lock of hair around her finger. But you're already married, as we well know. Ah, the Baron was miffed. You know yourself, ma'am, how weak and delicate my wife is, and smallpox is rife in the neighborhood. I bet my belt and sword against a pair of your old slippers that in a year I'll already be out of mourning. Wow, man, like that's... Just calling it... Calling he's, like, like, he's, like, he's like, you know what, she's kind of frail. She's probably going to be dead in a year. So just like pre window yeah, shopping. I'm pre lonely. I'm I'm pre lonely <laughs> right now. It's like, it's, it's like I always it's, it's lonely to be alone. Aren't you married? Well, yeah, she's probably been dead in a year though, so I'm just kind of getting used to it. the idea kinda, of being alone. Like, like I ignore her. I leave her in the bedroom all sickly, and I just you know I just I don't even know. I don't even remember her name. She'll probably anymore. Be dead in small po- of smallpox in a year. Thanks. <laughs> Jeez. Rude. It's like it's like how I, I know I know that they're all like serious medical conditions and whatnot, but like they had well because which put quotes around that? Well, because because they there was there was diabetes right, and right. then there was risk of developing diabetes, right. and then there was pre-diabetic, uh-huh. and then there was risk of developing pre-diabetic. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm just, I think I'm I think I'm pre at risk. Of developing pre-at-risk, pre-diabetes. Pre-diabetes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to make joke of other people's illnesses. <laughs> Wait, it's just, it's so, it's so ridiculous. Like, it, I, I get what they're saying, but why, right. why can't it all just be under the umbrella of, hey, diabetes? You could be getting diabetes. Yeah. Do these things. I th- honestly, honestly, I think it's because, they're, but there are medications specifically no, for pre-diabetes. But I think it's because. If you didn't make it a thing, people would be like, meh. And because, like, because of that, you have to make it a thing. Because uh, otherwise, people, people won't. Be, and especially in cases of diabetes, because, like, when you're, when you're, God, this is such a weird tangent. <laughs> when you, it's such a preventable thing, like, when you're at those stages. Yeah. That, like, if you take it seriously, it won't be a problem. But if you don't, you're fucked. Right. 100%. So, so and like I, I like people people don't realize that when it comes to diabetes. And I don't I I'm don't, sorry, I'm sorry. I don't want to advocate for people's suffering. Diabetes. 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 I don't want to advocate for people's suffering, but the whole point of illness I know. like the nat the whole like nature yeah. she's not stupid. She's doing this to get rid of the people who are too dumb to take care of themselves. And some people they can't help it. I actually don't believe that, but I'm saying it for sake of PC. Some people have problems that are so far gone that they don't want to go through the struggle of fixing it. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, even Joe, Joe Rogan got all kinds of shit because he was talking to that girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, she was like, oh, and he couldn't exercise. And Joe Rogan was like, yeah, he could. She's like, no, he couldn't. She's like, he's he, like, well, he, could he, he walk? He, yeah, yeah, well, she was like, he was pulling himself through, through like, normal activities, and he's like, he could pull himself through a workout. And and see, the thing is, then here's the here's the thing, and then we need to get back to the book, because right. this is going to be in a really big tension. <laughs> we go. The thing is, people think of workout as like, oh, go to the gym for two hours a day, and people think of diet as like, I can only eat, like, these foods at this time and have this amount. No. You need to, like, the thing is, is, like, there's a lot of work that goes into pre-figuring pre, pre figuring out what works for you as far as food and workout go. Right. Like, 
going for a, a half mile walk around your block, that's a workout. Yeah. For what if that's all you can do, that's a workout. Right. And then you do that for six weeks, and then you can go for a mile walk around your neighborhood. That's a workout. Right. Like people don't realize that workout does not mean two hours at a gym killing yourself and then not being able to walk the next day. Well, because people, and this is the biggest reason why people fail at their workouts is because people are like, oh, okay, they go and they kill it at the gym for a week, they're sore for another week, uh, or two, or even three, and then when they don't see the results after all of that soreness, they're like, oh, I don't even know why I bother trying. Yeah. And see, like, when I have a workout partner, that's how I thrive at the gym. By myself, I, do, I, I back down on what I know I'm capable of doing, because otherwise I'll get sore and get, like, not discouraged, but... Speaking of, today was our gym day, and we didn't go. We, well, we can't still can. Literally, right next door. And by next door, I mean in the next room. I have a gym. Yeah, we could do a little workout. Yeah, we could do a little, little chesties. Yeah, some chesties. Some chesties. Some, some, some... Some chesticles. Some, some up, Monday is for chesticles. Some, some upper course rippers. Yeah. <clears throat> some, some. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, movement matters. And, and that, like... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hashtag all movement. Sorry, all movement matters. <laughs> God, how have like I know we don't have that big of an audience, but how have we literally not been burned at a stake <laughs> with this? I, with the shit that see, we say, because because my look, God, we've given we've given everybody the pretense that we're both assholes, and the actions that we take in our community that's fair prove that we care about people. That's true. Like people. People aren't sitting around waiting, waiting for us to apologize for shit because we don't need to apologize for shit. We actively encourage the best in people, and whenever we are given an opportunity to help where we are able, we do. Yeah, good point. Fair enough. So, I mean, I, I was mean, just making a joke, but way to make it actually real and like yeah, well, valid. I mean, we Thanks. we had a chance to raise money for people in in Australia during the bushfires, and instead we raised it for the koalas. Well, they are the smartest creatures in Australia. Bad joke. Bad joke. Sorry, Jared. <laughs> Jared listens, you know. I know, I know. He's in Australia. Well, I know, I'm like, I'm, right. I'm, like, I'm sorry. I love, I love the Australians. Especially, <laughs> look, especially, yeah. Everybody, no, lo- everybody loves the Australians. You can't not. But, A, A. They're the token criminals of the world. They are. <laughs> a, they gave us the best human and best family that has ever been alive. That's true, the Irwins. They are yeah. the best people. Yeah. Um, and they're just like... They, 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 they wake up and they have a fucking... One of the most deadliest snakes in their toilet and they're like, Crikey! Well, no, but like... Being in the sink. Honey, get the... The thing, snakey remover. The snakey... <laughs> get the snake out of the toilet remover. <laughs> can, can, no, 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 oh, no, no. Because, like, we have, we have snakes... For our toilet to unclog them, and they, they, they have a snake to get snakes out of the toilet. Snakes, bring me the Drano! No, 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 not not the poisonous spider Drano. The, the snake Drano. <laughs> you know what's you know what's bad though? Oh my god! Is like there are all these horrible, horrifying, deadly creatures in Australia, and you know what they're having a problem with right now? Mice. Uh, what is it with them and hold on they have what, mice plagues on. about every four what years what is it with them and like creatures that shouldn't be a problem and they have more than any other country in the world that are problems <laughs> but they like emus in the 30s yeah they had the war that they lost they lost a war against <laughs> they lost the it emus. twice technically yeah I know <laughs> and now mice come on Australia get it together Dude, have you, ever, you have some of the deadliest bugs in the world <laughs> have you seen have you seen like legitimately though 
like the the mouse plagues are like bad. But have you seen any of the videos of like this shit? Mm. So like the mice will get into grain silos and they'll build like huge nests inside of grain silos. Yeah. And like they they scoop out the grain from these grain silos with like big big buckets. And there's a video on YouTube of them like scraping out like from a grain silo. They're like grabbing a big bucket full, and then all of a sudden the grain just starts bleeding. Because they scooped into a nest oh, that had like ten thousand oh, mice in it. Well, that grain is bad. Now. <laughs> I mean, I guess when, you can wash it off. No, when they have mice in them, they have to throw like an entire silo up. Ah, which just, sucks. Just run it under some water; it's fine. I mean, and then and then every twenty years they have the uh, the spider plagues where the spiders, the flying spiders, uh, see, cover their towns see, in webs. <laughs> see, that's that's a problem. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay, all right, all right. One, one last, one last note. <laughs> back to this. Yeah, that's one. Of my, that's my favorite audio that I've ever heard on TikTok, and it's the guy. The guy finds a genie. He's like, there are three, three rules. Everybody knows the three rules. And the guy's like, I wish spiders had wings. And he's like, there are four rules. <laughs> uh, right, get back to it. <laughs> somebody, somebody found an old meme. Of when the spy last spider plague happened, and the meme the meme had like all of the spiders like it had like the news coverage of the spiders, and then it's there was a tweet that said, "Well, damn, now you got to burn the whole country," and then it showed ooh. videos. Of the I mean, I don't disagree, but ooh, apparently the spiders got worse after the bushfires, though. Well, that makes because I'm sure they all pushed out. Yeah. And we're in more populated areas. Yeah. Yeah. So they we killed the koalas and the kangaroos. And they now kept the spiders. Kept the spiders. All, all, all the deadliest creatures ran. All the annoying creatures were like, wall? <laughs> well, now they're having problems with like kangaroos coming into cities and farms and shit. Like it was, it's always been a problem. Yeah, yeah I was like, but now, now it's like a bigger for problem. for them are like deer for us in like the south. Because like yeah. in the south, and I know people are like, oh, hunting's bad. But no, literally, if people didn't hunt deer in the south it would be like, like overrun with deer because yeah it, there's just it's so a much. huge problem yeah there are they live they breed like rabbits back there um like moose in canada yeah meese moosen 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 all right back to the book yeah i don't sure. even i don't think anybody even remembers what we're talking about we uh, literally we could literally just say a poem from pinocchio <laughs> and people be like well that was a pretty good chapter oh nice okay uh just say a bunch of random words and then say Witcher and then that'll be it. <laughs> that'll be the chapter. How dare you get my order wrong at Starbucks, Witcher? Witcher. <laughs> Gerald stood there, stared the man down. Transfixed. Simply stated, do you like foam with that? <laughs> the, man, the, man, the, man, the Witcher grunted at the man. The man was terrified. <laughs> he didn't realize his barista had a, a seven and a half foot long sword on his back. <laughs> the man at the counter thought to himself, how did I not see that? <laughs> he accepted his wrong drink and walked out. <laughs> All right, back to this. Poor man, Kudkudak. But lucky too, Kalante's smile grew wider. Lucky your wife isn't stronger. I hear that last harvest... When she caught you in the haystack with a strumpet, she chased you, but for almost a mile with a pitchfork, but couldn't catch you. 
You have to feed her better, cuddle her more, and take care of her back. Take care her back doesn't get cold during the night. Then, in a year, you'll see how much better she is. Kukurak pretended to grow doleful. I take your point. But I... But can I stay for the feast? We'd be delighted, Baron. <sighs> the leg... The legation? What is it? Some of these words... I... That's what I'm saying, dude. He They're literally... so old. No, no, no. Okay, some of them are old. Some of them he's just making sounds. He's putting sounds together and he's like, that's a word now. Now this one, this one I remember from from the show, but I don't remember how to say it. The legation from Skellig. I don't think it's Skellig. You know what it is now. Uh, Skellig shouted the herald, uh, becoming increasingly hoarse. The islanders, four of them, in shiny leather doublets, trimmed the seal f with seal fur and belted with checkered woolen sashes, strode in with a sprightly hollow step. They were led by a sinewy warrior with a dark face and aquiline nose, and at his side, a broad-shouldered youth with a mop of red hair. They all bowed before the queen. It is a great honor, said Calanthe, a little flushed, to welcome such excellent knights as Est Tursesk of Skel... I think it's... Skellish? Sure. Of Skellige, 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 Skellige. Someone. Skellige, to my castle again. <laughs> if it weren't for your well-known disdain for marriage, I'd be delighted to think that you're here to court for better. Has Linus got the better of you? Loneliness? Loneliness, I'm sorry. <laughs> Loneliness. Well, they call them the lion, the lion women, so... Has loneliness got you the oh, better okay. of you just, after all, sir? So? like, who's Linus? <laughs> Linus. Lioness. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Often enough, beautiful Calanthe, replied the dark-faced islander, raising his glistening eyes to the queen. But my life is too dangerous for me to contemplate a lasting union. If it weren't for that... Bavetta is still a young girl and unopened bud, but I can see. <laughs> see what? The apple does not fall far from the tree. Est Tarishk smiled, flashing his white teeth. Suffice it to say, look at you, my queen, to know how beautiful the princess will be when she reaches the age at which... Et women can please a warrior. In the meantime, it is young men who ought to court her, such as our king, Bran's nephew here, Crash Ancrate, who travelled here for exactly that purpose. Crash, crack, crack, bowing his red head, knelt on one knee before the queen. Now that's a shame. Who else have you brought iced? The thickest, robust man with a bushy beard and a strapping fellow with a with bagpipes on his back knelt. Oh, so it's Craig. Craig on Craig. Because it's meant to be like Irish. Oh. 
Notes by Crack on Creek. Uh, this gallant druid, Mausak, who, like me, is a good friend and advisor to King Bran. And I suppose I could give him an Irish accent because he's supposed to be Irish. You could. Or Scottish, even. Both. So they're from the same place as Gilkis. <laughs> and this is Dreg Bondu, our famous scold. And 30 seamen from Skellig uh, are waiting in the courtyard, burning with hope to catch a glimpse of the beautiful Calanthe of Sintra. Sit down, noble guest. Tarish, sir, sit here. Ice took the vacant seat at the narrower end of the table, only separated from the queen by Drogador and an empty chair. The remaining islanders sat together on the left between Marshal Visegard and the three sons of Lord Strept, Tingland, Bodcat, and Wildhill. There's there's more that's more or less everyone. The Queen leaned over to her marshal. Let's begin with Visegard. The Marshal clapped his hands. The servants carrying platters and jugs moved towards the table in a long line, greeting, greeted by a joyful murmur from the guests. Calanthe barely ate, reluctantly picking at the morsel served her with a silver fork. Drogadar, having bolted his food, kept strumming his lute. The rest of the guests, on the other hand, laid waste to roast piglets, birds, fish and mollusks, on offer, and the red-haired Krach on Kreist in the lead, Rainfarn of Ater, reprimanded the young prince Windhelm severely, slapping his hand when he reached for a jug of cider. Kudkudak stepped, stopped picking bones for a moment and entertained his neighbours by imitating the whistles of a mud turtle. The atmosphere grew merrier by the minute the first toasts were beginning, were being raised, and already becoming less and less coherent. Calanthe adjusted the narrow golden circlet on her curled ash-grey hair and turned to Geralt, who was busy cracking open a huge red lobster. It's loud enough that we can exchange a few words discreetly. Let us start with courtesies. I am pleased to meet you. The pleasure is mutual, your majesty. After the courtesies come the hard facts. I have a job for you. So I gathered. I'm rarely invited to feast for the pleasure of my company. You're probably not very interesting company, then. What else have you gathered? Well, that was rude. I know, no kidding. I'll tell you when you've outlined my task, your majesty. Geralt. Calanthe, said Calanthe, her fingers tapping an emerald necklace, the smallest stone of which was the size of a bumblebee. What sort of task do you expect as a witcher? What, digging a well, repairing a hole in the roof, weaving a tapestry of all the King Verdank, of all the positions King Verdank and the beautiful Cero tried on their wedding night? Surely you know what profession, what your profession's about. Yes, I do. I'll tell you what I've gathered, Your Majesty. 
I'm curious. I gathered that, and that, like many others, you've mistaken my trade for altogether a different profession. Oh. Callan casually leaning toward the loot-strumming Drogadar, gave the impression of being pensive and absent. Who, Geralt, makes up this ignorant horde with whom you equate me? And for what profession do those fools mistake your trade? Your Majesty. Said Geralt calmly. So he lost my place. Yeah, he did. While I was riding to Sintra, I met villagers, merchants, peddlers, dwarves, tankers, woodcutters, and woodcutters. They told me about a black anise who has its hideout somewhere in the woods. A little house and chicken called Tripod. Oh. They mentioned a ch- chimera nestling in the mountains. Aschesness and centipede. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Centipede. Ashness? No, 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 no. I don't give a fuck about that one anymore. Centipede. Uh, anamorphous. Anamorphous? Yeah. Apparently, a manticora could also be found if you look hard enough. So many tasks a witcher could perform without having to dress up in someone else's feathers and coat of arms. You didn't answer my question. Your Majesty, I don't doubt that a marriage allowance with Skellig is necessary for Sintra. It's possible, too, that the schemers who want to prevent it deserve a lesson. Using means which don't involve you. It's convenient if the less if this lesson were to be given by an unknown lord from Forhorn, who would then disappear from the scene. And now I'll answer your question. You mistake my trade that of a hired killer. For those others, of whom there are so many, are rulers. It's not the first time I've been called to court where the problems demand the quick solution of sword. But I've never killed people for money regardless of whether it's for good or for a bad cause, and I never will. The atmosphere at the table was growing more and more lively as the beer diminished. The red-haired Krach on Krait found appreciative listeners to his tale of the Battle of Thwith. Having sketched a map on the table with the help of meat bones dripping in sauce, he marked out the strategic plan, shouting loudly, Kudkudak, proving how apt his nickname was, suddenly cackled like a very real sitting hen, Mm. creating... You know, I was going to say, that sounded like a bird. Yeah. (laughs) Creating general mirth among the guests and consternation among the servants who weren't convinced that a bird, mocking their vigilance, had somehow managed to make its way from the courtyard into the hall. Thus fate has punished me with too shrewd a witcher, Calanthe smiled, but her eyes were narrowed and angry. A witcher who, without a shadow of respect or, at the very least of common courtesy, exposes my intrigues and infamous plans, but hasn't fascination with my beauty and charming personality clouded your judgment? Don't ever do that again, Geralt. Don't speak to those in power like that. 
few of them would forget your words, and you know kings. They have all sorts of things at their disposal. Daggers, poisons, dungeons, red-hot pokers. There are hundreds, thousands of ways kings can avenge their wounded pride. And you wouldn't believe how easy it is, Geralt, to wound some ruler's pride. Rarely will any of them take words such as, No, I won't, and never, calmly. That's nothing. Interrupt one of them to make inappropriate comments, and you condemn yourself to the weed. The queen clasped her narrow white hands together and lightly rested her chin on them. Geralt didn't interrupt, nor did he comment. Kings, continued Calanthe, divide people into two categories. Those they order around and those they buy. Because those they adhere, because they adhere to the old and banal truths that everyone can be bought. Everyone. It's only a question of price. Don't you agree? And I don't need to ask. You're a witcher, after all. You do your job and you take the money. As far as you're concerned, the idea of being bought has lost its scornful undertone. The question of your price, too, is clear. Related as it is to the difficulty of the task, how well you execute it. And your fame, Geralt. Old men at fairs and markets sing of your exploits of the witch-haired, the white-haired witcher of Rivia. If even half of it is true, then I'd wager your services are not cheap. So it would be a waste of money to engage you in such simple trite matters as palace intrigue or murder. Those can be dealt with by other, cheaper hands. <coughs> Roared Kukuduk, suddenly to loud applause. Geralt didn't know which animal he was imitating, but he didn't want to meet anything like it. He turned his head and caught the queen's venomously green glance. Drogodor, his lowered head and face concealed by his curtain of grey hair, quietly strummed his lute. Ah, Geralt, said Calanthe, with a gesture forbidding a servant to refilling, from refilling her goblet. I speak, and you remain silent. We're at a feast. We all want to enjoy ourselves, amuse you. I'm starting to miss your pertinent remarks and perceptive comments. I'd also be pleased to hear a compliment or to homage as assurance of your obedience in whichever order you choose. Oh well, your majesty, said the witcher. I'm not very interesting. I'm not a very interesting dinner companion. I'm amazed to be singled out for an honor of occupying this place. Indeed, someone far more appropriate should have been seated here. Anyone you wished. It would have been sufficed. It would have sufficed for you to give them the order or to buy them. It's only a question of price. Go on, go on. Calanthe tilted her head back and closed her eyes, the semblance of a pleasant smile on her lips. So I'm honoured and proud to be sitting by Queen Calanth of Sintrath, whose beauty is surpassed only by her wisdom. I also regard it as a great honour that the Queen has heard of me, and that, on the basis of which she has heard, 
does not wish to use me for trivial matters. Last winter, Prince Hor... Horbrick? Horbrick. Horbrick. <laughs> not being so gracious, tried to hire me to find a beauty who, sick of his vulgar advances, had fled the ball. Losing a slipper, it was difficult to convince him that he needed a huntsman and not a witcher. Wow, they really, this really is. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, straight uh, out. uh, uh, what are their names? Grim. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, crazy. The queen was listening with an enigmatic smile. Other rulers, too, unequal to you, unequal to your, in wisdom, Jesus, didn't refrain from proposing trivial tasks. It was usually a few questions of murder of a stepson, stepfather, stepmother, uncle, aunt. It's hard to mention them all. They were all of the opinion that it was simply a question of price. The Queen's smile could have meant anything. And so I repeat. Geralt bowed his head a little. <laughs> that was snarky. Mm-hmm. That I can't contain my pride to be sitting next to you, ma'am. And pride means a very great deal to us witchers. You wouldn't believe how much. A lord once offended a witcher's pride by proposing a job that wasn't in keep with either honor or the witcher's code. Which, what's... Bless you. Gesundheit. Fucking Christ. (laughs) Oh, I lost my place. Uh, What's more... He didn't accept a polite refusal and wished to prevent the Witcher from leaving his castle. Afterward, everyone agreed this wasn't one of his best ideas. Geralt, said Calanthe after moments of silence, You are wrong. You are a very interesting dinner companion. Kudkodok, shaking beer froth from his whiskers and the front of his jacket, craned his neck and gave the penetrating howl of a she-wolf in heat. The dogs in the courtyard and the entire neighborhood echoed the howl. One of the brothers from Strept dipped his fingers in his beer, touched the up, up the thick line around the formation drawn by Krach Ancre. Error and incompetence, he shouted. They shouldn't have done that. Here, towards the wing. That's where they should have directed the cavalry, struck the flanks. Ha! roared Crack on Crate, whacking the table with his bones, splattering his neighbor's face and tunics with sauce. And so wake the centre, a key position, ludicrous. Unless someone blind or sick in the head would miss the opportunity to manoeuvre in a situation like that. That's it, quite right, shouted Wildhelm of Atter. Who's asking you, you little snot? It's not yourself. Shy your gob or I'll wallop you. Sit on your ass and keep quiet, crack, called Iced Turishk interrupting his conversation with Visgard. Now I'm upset that uh, Ice was not Scottish or Irish. Oh, in the but, show? Yeah, it bothered yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, it definitely should have been. Should have been, like, th- those scenes would have been so much more interesting. Uh, remember the the red, red, like, yeah. redhead from um, 
Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. He would have been good. Solid. Solid, actually, yeah. Enough with these arguments, Drogadar, sir. Oh, wait, hang on. Enough with these arguments, Drogadar, sir. Don't waste your talents. Indeed, your beautiful, though quiet tunes should be listened to with greater concentration and gravity. Drake Von Du, stop scoffing and guzzling. You're not going to impress anyone like that. Oh, this is iced. Pump up your bagpipes and delight our ears with decent martial music. With your permission, noble Calente. Oh, mother of mine, whispered the queen to Geralt, raising her eyes to the vault for a moment in silent resignation. But she nodded her permission, smiling openly and kindly. Drag bon du, said Iced, play us the song of Battle of Hochfuss. It wouldn't leave us in any doubt as to the tactical manoeuvres of commanders or as who acquired immortal fame there to the health of the heroic Calanthe of Sintra. To health and glory! The guests roared, emptying their goblets and clay cups. Dregbon Vu's bagpipes gave out an ominous drone and burst into a terrible, drawn-out, modulated wail. It's a horrible way to describe bagpipes. The guests took up the song, beating out a rhythm on the table with whatever came to hand. Kukurok was staring avidly at the goat leather sack, captivated by the idea of adopting its dreadful tones in his own repertoire. Hochevoz, said Kalanthe, looking, thank you, at Geralt. My first battle, although I fear rousing the indignation and contempt of such a proud witcher, I confess that we were fighting for money. Our enemy was burning village, which paid us levies, and we, greedy for our tribute, challenged them on the fields. A trivial reason, a trivial battle, a trivial three thousand corpses pecked to pieces by crows. And look, Instead of being ashamed, I'm proud as a peacock that songs are sung about me, even when sung about such awful music, sung to such awful music. Again, she summoned her parody of a smile full of happiness and kindness and answered the toast raised to her by lifting her own empty goblet. Geralt remained silent. Let's go on. Kalanthe accepted a pheasant's leg offered to her by Dregobor, Dregodar, and picked at it gracefully. As I said, you've aroused my interest. I've been told that witches are an interesting cast, but I didn't really believe it. Now I do. When hit, you give a note which shows your fashion of pure steel. Unlike these men molded from bird shit, which doesn't that in any the... way change the fact that you're here to execute a task and you'll do it without being so clever. That is the most incredible insult I have ever heard. <laughs> Unlike these men who are fashioned of bird shit. <laughs> it's it's your like you how do you come I'm gonna, Look, I'm gonna next time someone comes at me, like 
uh, like I play Call of Duty. Yeah. Next time someone comes at me, like you know, typical, um, I'm like, what What are you even saying to me, bro? You're fashioned to burn shit. <laughs> Just take all your insults from from the Witcher. <laughs> so <laughs> good. Uh, oh, man. <clears throat> Geralt didn't smile disrespectfully or nastily, although he very much wanted to. He held his silence. I thought, murmured the queen, appearing to give her full attention to the pheasant's thigh, that you'd that you'd say something or smile. No. All the better. Can I consider our negotiations concluded? Unclear tasks, said the witcher dryly. Can't be clearly executed. What's unclear? You did, after all, guess correctly. I have plans regarding a marriage alliance with Skilly. Jesus Christ. (laughs) These plans are threatened and I need you to eliminate the threat. But here your shrewdness ends. The supposition that I mistake your trade for that of a hired thug has piqued me greatly. Except, Geralt, that I belong to that select group of rulers who know exactly what witches do and how they ought to be employed. On the other hand, if someone kills as efficiently as you do, even though not for money, he shouldn't be surprised if people credit him as being a professional in that field. Your frame runs ahead of you, Geralt. It's louder than Dreg Bondu's accursed bagpipes. And here are equally few pleasant and there are and there are equally few pleasant notes in it. The bagpipe player, although he couldn't hear the Queen's word, finished his concert. The guests rewarded him with an uproarious ovation and dedicated themselves with renewed zeal to the remains of the banquet, recalling battles and making rude jokes about women folk. Kukudok was making a series of loud noises, but there was no way to tell if these were yet another animal imitation or an attempt to relieve his overloaded stomach. Eistershek leaned far across the table. Your Majesty, he said, there are good reasons, I'm sure, for your dedication to the Lord Fordhorn, but it's high time we saw Princess Pavete. What are we waiting for? Surely not for Krakon Crate to get drunk. And even that moment is almost here. You are right as usual, Eist. Calanthe smiled warmly. Geralt was amazed by her arsenal of smiles. Indeed, I do have important matters to discuss with the Honourable Ravix. I'll dedicate some time to you too. But know my principle. But you know my principle. Duty, then pleasure, Haxo. Uh, go ahead and leave. Is, is there, are there a lot of pages left? Because you looked baffled. There are 20 pages left. Let's stop here then. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait, I'm just on page 30? Or where, uh, where, 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 where are you? I am on page 130, yeah. 
like I was just all right. And this is a this is a particularly long chapter, you guys. Yeah. Well, no, so... no, 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 no. This is a particularly long part. This is part, part two. Part, we still yes. have a part three. Well, and to be fair, this chapter is also it says two hours of reading. Incredibly, yeah, you're right. So I just we're... I like I didn't want to end, but like. We're, we're an we're hour in, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. we still have twenty pages left. Yeah, and we don't we don't actually have time to finish doing this. No, um, we, that's we, going to be it for right now, guys. We're going to pick back up and see what ends up happening at the feast because this is one of the most important bits because it sets up literally the lore for the rest of the world of The Witcher. It seems like it, yeah. Um, so we'll go into this a little bit deeper, and we'll do an extra long podcast for this uh, on next week's episode. Second, so the second half. Of part two of chapter four. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> dude, uh, we're, this, we're never going to finish The Witcher. Never. Because now we're having to break parts into parts. <laughs> You're going to get a part two to part two of chapter four. <laughs> That's ridiculous. More than a little bit. But uh, yeah, so you have you have some stuff that is coming out, right? You do have some stuff that's coming out. Your your gallery is gonna be live soon. I was like, I'm gonna have a uh, so I'm gonna have a print gallery. I, I'm actually gonna have two different print galleries. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a our our Punk Town exclusive uh, that that is like my top like. Those aren't gonna be like super affordable because they're they're like art uh, prints. Like they're yeah. like my like favorite photos I've ever taken and I don't hold a lot of my photos to a high regard. Right. And then I'm going to have a much more reasonably priced like between 10 and like $30 for prints of, right. of like images that I like but aren't like the the most loved that I have. So um, that'll be that won't be on the Punktown website but we will have a link to it on the Punktown website. Uh, uh, and I will also be starting a blog about stuff in the photography and probably uh tech uh you know because why not why, why don't you want to hear my opinions on that stuff well i mean and to <laughs> the be photography fair, the photography uh, to be far well to be fair, to be fair. and we, we do we do have a good deal of experience in both tech and photography and yeah. videography like we we may not be like complete professionals but we worked in it for nearly eight years on a semi-professional yeah. level well and i i'm i'm constantly uh like reading up and like trying to keep up with his is in the photography not so much in the tech because for the love of god it's so hard to keep up with everything that's new in tech like phones computers just software in well, general. Well, there's nothing like, exciting shit, going on in phones right now. Shit changes so I got, fast. I got it's super ridiculous. excited when they did foldable phones, and then when I saw what they were sacrificing performance-wise for foldable phones, I was much less impressed. And price. Yeah, yeah. Like, the cheapest ones are like $1,200. I know, I know. And like, to and be, I was, to be I was, fair, you're I getting ex- a phone and kind of a tablet, but... Phew, yeah, I was excited for the Razer because I was like, oh man, yeah, that's going to be my next phone because it's really neat. Yeah. And I liked the idea of having the one camera that functioned both as your selfie camera and the other one because then you only ever use the good camera. Right. But uh, given that they're it had... Kind of, they're kind of shit, right? It, well, the camera was really good. No, no, not the camera. No, I mean the phone, like processing and just... Like, processing, it's... it's, it's memory it's, is like... The processor's not so bad with the Razer. It's, it's lower than what industry standard for Motorola is right now. Right. But with... But the problem is, is that its 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 battery is is almost two thirds smaller than every other phone of its size. Well, and you know what? We can talk about this more 
in your blog. In a blog. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, of course, you can follow my brother over here uh, at Anshon, A N N N S E A M, over on the Instagram and at The Real Thick Jesus and Real Thick Jesus on TikTok and Twitter, respectively. Yes. And, then, and, course, and, and new, new TikTok. Nothing on it yet, but will be soon. Greatest photographer greatest photographer that's it yeah because I'm probably gonna change that because but. you well no because you and i are the world's greatest photographer and storyteller correct yeah, yeah. and people need to understand that this is the case so we like, and we are also the most humble <laughs> there's no, no, when you're the best you don't have to be humble like that's the like being humble's for pussies exactly 100 <laughs> percent accurate right uh, and of course, you guys can follow me on the things at Real Slim Jesus and The Real Slim Jesus on Instagram and Twitter and then TikTok, respectively. And then, of course, you can catch me on Black Dragon Tavern on all of the things. And we want to give a quick shout out to all of our subscribers and to our listeners. You guys are spectacular. We're sorry that the schedule has been messed up. And I know that we've been saying we'll fix it for like two months. Genuinely, we are fixing it this next week. Yes. So I, I promise you guys we will be there. If you listen to Endless Epic as well as Dark Tales, I strongly recommend uh, you head over to Twitter and to Patreon if you are a patron because we will be voting on the next book for Endless Epic all this week. And then we will be picking it and announcing it on a special short episode of Endless Epic uh, this coming uh, Friday. Right. That would be Friday the... Ninth. Also, uh, just as a minor thing, I am doing a live stream of Magic the Gathering uh, for Magic the Gathering Arena on Thursday for the drop of Into the Forgotten Realms. So if you guys want to see some really great artwork and uh, some lore bits from uh, Dungeons and Dragons that have been incorporated into a set of Magic the Gathering, um, I will be on at 6pm Pacific Standard Time and it should in fact be very good fun and I will look forward to seeing you guys there. That's it. That's it. So, until next time, my friends, we hope that you have enjoyed the story. Stay bloodthirsty, and remember, all hail the black dragons. <laughs> do 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 do. Good night, guys. Okay, so I'm not even going to preface this. I'm just going to go into my question. <laughs> okay, go for it. So, you know how the, the discussion of global warming and how the melting ice caps... And, like, I get it can change the temperature of water and, like, right. do different things that might affect our atmosphere and mm -hmm. might affect uh, how things react in our atmosphere. I get that. Right. I do. I get that. My question is, have you ever put ice 
and a cup of water. Once or twice in my life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When that ice melts, <laughs> does the water from your cup overflow? No. Why is it that way with the ice caps? It's not. It, they're already in the water. <laughs> they, so the. I mean, I, again, granted, I know not all of it is. I know some of it's on land. Right. I'm not completely oblivious. I'm not an idiot. But, 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 if, if the, if the ice caps that are in the water actually, actually melt, what changes other than temperature? Technically speaking, which again, I understand, I know that. When the ice in your cup melts, it actually decreases by volume. Not by a lot, because water's, water's expanse between solid and liquid is only by like, by like, like, I think it's five one hundredths. Yeah. So it's, it's super small. But when you're talking about fucking glaciers, it's pretty big. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, and, and and but so like, so if, if anything, if anything, the ocean will recede. I was like, and why I bring this up is because I keep hearing the oceans are going to rise or the oceans are rising, and, and we're going to hear it even and, more because of Bo Burnham. And to right, <laughs> that man's a genius. Uh, and to me, like, literally, completely uneducated guy sitting on a podcast for a book uh <laughs> that just doesn't make sense <laughs> first of all it's impossible to be on a podcast for a book and be uneducated i mean technically i am technically no you're not formally educated technically right well yeah that's but i mean that's what i that's when people think look, educated they think look, that there so are like, three I, ways I don't want to i don't want to overly there are three, three ways you can refer to education you you are you are academically sound which means that you have gone to a institution of academia it's definitely not me i mean kind of i have then there are then there are street smarts which is like practical learning kind of uh, yeah i would say i'm more in that vein and then there are then there are i got street smarts which is what retarded people say when they're claiming to know something got it yeah yeah so that's I'm I kind of in the Zug's way of like street smarts and I got street smarts. Except for you're not claiming that you know something. Right. Well that and that's that's why I'm in that like kind of middle ground there. Because like I am kind of retarded, but I also am not like claiming that I have any sort of intelligence. Because people people I I also love like because like we've gotten in trouble before for for saying words like retarded. Uh, in reference to ourselves and they're like, Oh, you're talking about Mentally, I don't call mentally disabled people. Mentally just people. Mentally disabled like, people aren't retarded. No, they're not. And yes, I get. I get some people are clinically. Yeah, and there you there used to be a clinical classification. Look, I, I, I know you don't watch The Office, but Michael Scott said it best. All right, you don't call retarded people retarded. You call your friends retarded when they're acting retarded. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, like, dude, for for the longest time, like, I didn't I didn't realize like why that was an insult because retarded means just like. Slightly off, right? Right, like it right. means, like, well, could, like, because you can, like, in 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 regards to like, uh, uh, like your engine, you can retard the timing on your engine, right? And that just means you're changing, which your, ma- your which makes you can either make it run more rich or more lean, right? Meaning it has more or less, more air or more gasoline right. in it, yeah. Well, and that's and that's the whole thing is like, I, I I've never I've never in my life like the, all of the all of the things that people like refer to as being like really horrible insults like we grew up in primarily in ghettos and there are some words that people say that are like widely considered to be crap words that like everyone said around us when right. we were growing up 100%. like and it was like hispanic people asian people white people everybody said it 
Everybody's silly. Yep. It didn't matter. Like we we'd be in because we we worked for a while in the peach fields with with dad. Yeah. And uh, the, the 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 younger Hispanic guys would would say it. And so like growing up, I never like I never heard these things as insults. It wasn't actually until I went to college, like when I started university, yeah, that I started hearing people use these words in like a overwhelmingly negative fashion. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm starting to think that y'all being too smart might be the problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> well, because we've talked about this now That's a couple of times really in the last funny. few days. Yeah. Is that we, we talk about being the most educated generation in, in history, which is just wildly, wildly we, inaccurate. We have, we have the most information that has ever been had in, by we, we have We have the we potential. Have we have the potential to be the most intelligent generation. We do. We have the access to be the most intelligent generation, and we have the knowledge to be the most intelligent generation. Because people, people today, they know a lot of stuff. Like you, you, you fucking everybody I know is is a trivia master. But we don't have, and I don't care what you think. We don't have the tragedy today that we, that prior generations have had. Well, and we don't have the applied knowledge. But that's like you don't why have to, you, you don't have to struggle. That's what I'm saying. No struggle equals no applicable. Uh, uh, application of the information well, you have, and there's there's, the, and there's pe- people are like, well, I make people aware of things. Guess what? Everybody's aware. Yeah. <laughs> um, Google Google can make people aware of things by by doing virtually nothing. Right. And I understand that there is a team of programmers and shit behind Google. But my my point is, if you and Google can do exactly the same thing, then you're you you're not better than Google, and therefore you're worthless because everybody has Google. Amen. So like. But the but the point is is that never never in any point in human history has there been a point where humanity as a whole being intelligent has pushed humanity forward. Never. Right. As a matter well, of fact, it, the more people that there are, and the more people that there are who think they know something, the worse off it is for yeah. society. Yeah. Like well, look what happened to Rome and Greek Greece when they when they got full of philosophers and shit. It's when they crushed. Well, there, there's a. Uh... They're like I used to say this all the time at, at the last job I was at, is you get too many chiefs in your camp, right? And that's when problem. That's when things start to break. People have to listen. People well, have, be, there, 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 there has to be people to do things. Well, and, and not everybody can have their ideas heard. I know that, ooh, oh, but that's just well, that's it, a everybody. Fact. Everybody can have their ideas heard, but not everybody is going to get their ideas validated. That's better. There, yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. Like you're more than welcome to bring an idea because the more ideas we have. The better off we're going yeah, to be. Yeah, that, that's a better way but to put it. The, but the, what the problem is, is that we've made an environment where we, we've told kids like, oh, everything you say is valid. So people bring, uh, they're like, well, I had this idea that we should tell people they can't say mean things and it's going to be a law. Yeah, little Timmy? Yeah. Because that's how I imagine everybody who talks like. Yeah. No, and it is. That's, that's like, no, and, no, no, no. And, and there's no that way. Was, and that was painful. And there, and there are actually. no leaders around right now who are going to be like, oh, Actual, no, you see, yeah. we've tried that like several dozen times throughout history. Never turns out well for people. Instead, but, and, and the few people who do tell them, yeah. they're like, no, you said my ideas would be good and I deserve to have my idea. Nah! Well, well, look, I, I know, I know. <laughs> Like how oh, and you know, oh, no, the, no, yeah, it definitely is. I, I thought I was gonna say well, this isn't a family friendly podcast, so this is fine. Uh, this isn't a this isn't a popular opinion, um, and people are like, well, no, but it's good to to keep down people who are hateful and like say hateful things. 
unfortunately it's not because no to have and and i have a point i'm getting to to have freedom of expression and speech you have to it has to be bad and good well you can't just have good here's the hold on and and Every time in history where a group of people has tried to keep down the words and things and people saying stuff that they don't like have never been on the right side of history. But, do, but you know what's, Literally you know never. what's crazy? What's I know crazy a lot of things that are crazy, but please. Is it, pray tell. There is a, there's a certain uh, dictator in history. Yeah. From around the 1930s. Right. Right. You know that part of the reason why he rose to power was because he was arrested for his hateful ideologies. Really? I No, I did not know that. Him and Goebbels both were arrested for the shit that they were spreading, and it made them martyrs. That's really funny. It was like, it was, it was like 60, 60 to 70%. The anti-fascist uh, action movement, yeah. uh, the anti-fascist people, then sided with him to help get him put in... Uh, not the, not not as chancellor yet, but as like he got elected to some office, and yeah. then the chancellor died, and then he he took over ch- as chancellor. Boy, irony abounds. Right. <laughs> Pause. Boom! Wow. There it is. That thing we were talking about was super interesting. <laughs> Definitely. What a. What Casual, a riveting and yeah, just well, a great topic. Yeah. And what a casual, totally uninterrupted segue that was. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that we went straight from that topic. That thing that we were talking that about. That was really great. That just was totally That like, we both had a lot of good points and had passionate discussion. And, and well-leveled and respected back and forth. Lot of nuance. It was spectacular. So glad we there was about that. not a three and a half hour Starbucks trip in between when we were talking about that and right now. Right, there wasn't. No, and no one will know that there wasn't. Yeah, yeah. There, there, yeah. there. Why would there have been? That's that would, just that'd just that's be crazy. silly. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Weird. Who does that? Who would do that? Who why would, would we? <laughs> it's weird that I would even bring it up. Why would you bring that up? Who would do that? Who would? Who would? Make such a rash decision to just yeah no and it's, to just stop their podcast and go out for a hour hour and a half long run to Starbucks. It's just crazy. Yeah. That being said, uh, a moment of silence, if you please. 